Welcome to Mishnah study of Masechet Pe'aperek Chayet Mishnahet. Over here in this Mishnah, we're going to actually discuss who is considered a poor person. So the Mishnah speaks about this. Uh, this has a lot of ramifications. Uh, if you think about it, what, who is considered poor? How much money does he need to have or not have in order to be considered someone poor that this entire Masechet was talking about? So let's go through this. Mishi Yeshlo Mataim Zuz. So firstly, if someone has 200 zoos, right? That's it. 200 zoos. Uh, if you actually, according to Maran, that comes out to about 120 grams of silver. Today, it's about $100. So a person doesn't have $100 to his name, right? That's how little he has. He's considered an Ani. Now, it's amazing if you think about this, just if you back out, it's amazing how far we've come and how much of the, really the, the Jewish values have been accepted in the Western world, right? In welfare and, and everything, just to help the poor get out of poverty. And you see our Mishnah, and you see, you see in the times of what they, they had back then, they, they had nothing. The person who was poor had less than 200 zoos. So a person who has more than that, right? He has more than 200 zoos, he's not allowed to go ahead and collect. Leket, shucha, pe'a, Ma'aserani, all these things, he's not allowed to go collect. If he had 200 zoos, less one, 199. Now, a thousand people come and they all give him at once, they all give him 200 zoos at once. So they're all giving him one at once. Right? They're all a thousand people come giving him one zoos at a time. So he's, he's getting another thousand. He'll end up with 1,199, right? That's okay, right? Because as long as he's under the threshold of 200, he has 199. If everyone gives them at once, he can accept from everyone. Let's say though, he has money at home, but it's owed to someone. It's, 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 a, it's a lien, it's, it's part of his wife's ketubah, or he owes it, okay? It's money that he owes, or it's, a, it's a payable, right? It's, he can't use it, it's not liquid. So, in that case, he is allowed to go ahead and take. Now this person, let's say he lives in a house. Are we going to force him to sell his house now? To, you know, or, is, or is he allowed to collect? And that's what the last, Mishnah, last part of the Mishnah ends off with and says, we don't force him to sell his house, right? Or even his his utensils, right? Things that he would use in order to um, you know, save for himself and not go out and collect. Rather, he is allowed to go out and collect in that scenario. Now, Arambam points out that even if his utensils were silver and gold, right? Let's say he had gold cups, right? Silver, gold bowls, right? It's, it's, that's very high end. Arambam says, we don't force him to sell these. Rather, he's allowed to go ahead and collect. But, but once he does it once, at that point, we say, after the first time he does it, we say, now go ahead. Now you're going to have to sell your stuff and don't take away from the other aniim 
right? Who are who need to collect, and you're basically tapping into their funds.